Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, yeah, let's get it. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. That is I, the closer, Chris Ventra. Fancy Taz Jim Day coming up on the program <clears throat> for the next 40 minutes. I'll be joining, but I'll be here for the next 40 minutes. Then Frank will come in, bring it up, goes down the shop. Today I want to discuss, like, I think we get to a point of the season. First, let me say hello to Hello, Mr. Ventra. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thank What's you very good much. With How you? was your evening? Uh, what did I do? It was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The last four or five days have been good. Oh, that's nice. I'm glad to hear that. Anything in particular? I've been getting it in. Oh, nice. Good you know job. What I'm saying? Stay strong. Stay strong. Rumble, young man. Rumble. <laughs> while I'm still while young. You can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jim. How are you doing? <laughs> hey, I'm doing great, guys. How are you guys doing? It's hump day, and that's what we're going to be doing today is humping. Yeah, As to is Chris. Yeah, I'm done. Go. Yeah, for go. the no, week, Chris I think. All out. Oh, right, so for the go. week. Uh-oh, you are married already. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. What I want to discuss today. Yes, and this is um, this is my um, this is hold on, let me stop. <laughs> oh lord, oh, I can't win for loop. All right, listen. <laughs> so um, I might as well just chill the whole show now at this point. Um, Why, so mm-hmm. we we I, this is my man John Hanson I used to do this a lot, and and I and I love John Hanson. I think John Hanson's a cool cat. Um, and he's a great fantasy broadcaster. He's a great broadcaster, period. Shout out to my man, John Hanson. So, around this time of year, we have to identify or try our best as fantasy analysts right. to identify a person, people, or some type of something that could happen that could change the course of the fantasy football season for the rest of the year. So we got to try to figure out and find out who are going to be, quote unquote, second half saviors. Dudes that I don't want to say really come out of nowhere. Maybe somebody that comes out of nowhere. Maybe a guy that situations changes that can step up and become a fantasy relevant person to the point where they can carry you through the second half of the season. So like a second half savior, a guy that can push it and push you to a championship. Right. For example, last year, Kenyon Drake was a second-half savior. Yeah. Because last year, Kenyon Drake, after J.H.I. was gone, Kenyon Drake stepped up. He got that role mainly to himself. And Kenyon Drake flourished. Kenyon Drake helped a lot of fancy owners get to and win championships, Ventra. Right. So I'm trying to figure out who can be our second-half saviors of the 2018 fancy football season. Do you think, Chris, that Amari Cooper now in Dallas, can become a second-half savior? Can he have the kind of six, seven-week run to 
to push teams into the playoffs and then through the fantasy football championships. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, I mean, you know, I'm a Mari Cooper guy. I'm not trying to be biased here. I'm being real. Obviously, the talent's there, but he's been inconsistent his whole career. Now that he's on Dallas, change of quarterback, change of organization, I think he can be a savior. I mean, this is a guy we know can be uh, as talented as a wide receiver one. Question is, can he do it on a regular basis? With Dallas, considering their current wide receiver corp, I think that Cooper will be a guy that can, can do that for you. I think he'll be a wide receiver two, a solid wide receiver two. All right, so let me ask ROS. you a question. A solid wide receiver two for the rest of the season. Right. Do you own Amari Cooper on any teams? Yes. Okay. One. On one team? Yeah, one, uh, actually two. Okay, so now you think Cooper can be a second-half savior. Yes. I'm a T.Y. Hilton owner, right? Mm-hmm. No, you're a T.Y. Hilton owner. Okay. I'm an Amari Cooper owner. You think Cooper can be a second half savior? If I off, if if I offered you Cooper, my Cooper, for your T. Y. Hilton, do you make that trade? It depends on my team, right? Oh hell no! No, well, it depends on what I got. Oh hell no! <laughs> if I have like Julio. Oh hell no! Wait, if I have Julio, right? No, listen, listen. No. no, listen, Jim. If I have Julio, right, he's my wide receiver one, right? I'm not trading away my wide receiver one if, if I have T.Y. Hilton. I'm trading away my wide receiver two. So I'm getting, I think, a solid wide receiver two that could actually be also a wide receiver one. T.Y. Hilton, yes, he's very good. He's a borderline wide receiver one. I think Cooper has the upside <laughs> to surpass T.Y. Hilton, ROS. Hi, Jim. There you go right there. He, so he, said, he said he think Cooper can be a second-half savior. <laughs> you're, 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 you're giggling. First question to you, Jim. Can Cooper be a second-half savior, number one? Number two, I, I know you wouldn't make that trade, but um, <laughs> not in a minute. Let, 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 let's hear it, Jim. Can, he be a, can Cooper be a second-half savior? I think he could be a second-half savior for Dak Prescott. Can he be a, a, you know, a savior for fantasy teams? I don't think he's going to be a savior. I think he's going to have, you know, three or four good games the rest of the way, and the rest of the games are going to be, yeah, who cares? Um, just the way he is. If that changes, then I'll be the first one to admit I was wrong, but I haven't seen any reason to believe that's going to change just because a change of venue happens. All right. That's the only reason why I believe is the change of scenery and okay. the quarterback change. Jim, I'll take it down the rung because I know you're not as high. Rest of the season, Jim. Demarius, Demarius Thomas. <laughs> I'm not in the studio. Demarius Thomas, Jim. Oh, it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> Demarius Thomas, Jim, or or Amari Cooper. Nah, you would pick a guy who's having a crappy year. Um, ah, look. Yeah, in that case, I'd go with Cooper. Yeah, you know. Thomas just hasn't looked like the Thomas of old. I know he's getting some stuff lately, but still doesn't look like the Thomas we're used to seeing. Cooper, you know, he's going to get a, a fair shot in Dallas. They haven't been able to find anybody else they can rely on every week. So he's going to get plenty of opportunity. What what he does with that opportunity is up to him. All right, Jim, let me ask you this one. Rest of the season, Amari Cooper or Tyler Boyd? Tyler Boyd. You said, Tyler that, you said, that, without, you said that with no hesitation. Mm. I, I do. I said I would know. Tyler Boyd has really shown up for me. I mean, he is playing such really good football right now. And, uh, man, it, just 
I like the way he plays. I, I got to tell you, turned me into a fan of Tyler Boyd. So, yeah, I would take Tyler Boyd. Ventra, Cooper. <laughs> right. I, I go for the. He's still the super starting talent. Ronald Jones. No, I'm not starting Ronald Jones. <laughs> you said you go He's for still the, on my bench. You said though. you go for the super talent. I go for the super talent. All right, so you would take. Because we're looking to get a savior, right? We're looking to get somebody that's going to change your team. Okay. Right? Boyd is a game changing player that's going to change your team. So rest, much. Okay, so let's just say, okay, forget Savior. Rest of the season. You would rather have Cooper than Boyd for the rest of the season. Right now, yes. All right. Um, Cooper, rest of the season, Ventra, or Smith-Schuster? Smith-Schuster. Smith-Schuster. All right, let me give you another one, Ventra. Yeah. R-O-S, Landry or Cooper? Cooper. Don't say it. Don't you damn call. Oh, don't you dare say it. Are you kidding me? Cooper. Okay. Uh, break it down. Let him let, let, let break, let break, break it down, Jim. We are taking applications for that third seat. <laughs> let him um, break it down, Saturday. Jim. <laughs> let him break it down, Jim. Go ahead. Break it down. Break it down. Tell me why Cooper over Landry ROS. <laughs> uh, obviously, there's nothing wrong with Landry. Landry had the best game uh, of the season so far for himself last week against Tampa Bay. Mind you, it was against Tampa Bay. He does have an easy schedule coming up, by the way. Very easy. Up until his bye week 11. But I love Landry, yes, absolutely. But Landry's the type of guy, he doesn't get you a lot of touchdowns. He's got two on the year, right? He gets you a lot of catches. He's a great PPR guy. So his ceiling isn't as high. I want a guy like Cooper because a guy like Cooper uh, in Dallas now, if he's consistent, he can give you those nine catches, 110 yards, and a touchdown. You know, not every week. But every other week, and then in between, instead of getting zero, maybe he'll get you six catches for 80 yards. And I'll take that. All right. I'll take that. All right. I think he's slight edge over Jarvis Landry. All I know is I want to know what flavor Kool-Aid he's drinking. (laughs) Cooper. Cooper (laughs) Kool-Aid. Hey, look, that's not even close for me. That Landry every day, all day. Twice on Sundays, twice the freaking wide receiver that Amari Cooper will ever be. What do you? You want to talk super talent? Landry is much more talented than Cooper any day of the week. Uh, You never see balls clang off his hands the way you do Cooper's. Uh, Just no, it's not even close to me. When I was looking back, way back in preseason, when I was trying, when I finally came up with that stat for the forty percent for Cooper, when I looked at those numbers, I was comparing him at that point to Landry, and while Cooper was forty percent above wide receiver to 60% underneath it. Landry was 72% above wide receiver two. That's how much more consistent each and every week in a PPR league Landry is than Cooper. Easily Cooper for me. He is definitely more consistent based on history. All right, Jim, I'll take you down to the lower rungs, Jim. Wait, what do you think? I want to know what you think. I go Jarvis Landry. Okay. Um, Jim, R-O-S, Amari Cooper or Taylor Gabriel? Uh, I'd go Cooper in that one. Gabriel is going to be hit or miss. He's a big play guy, and I like him, but it, it, they're not always going to need him. They have so many weapons; they're not always going to need him. Cooper's going to be the weapon, at, you know, wide receiver. Uh, you know, hopefully he gets a little help from Gallup. He'll need somebody on the other side yep. to be a, a consistent guy that they can take some of the coverage away from him. But yeah, I just think he'll get more opportunity. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, let me give you another one, Jim. R.O.S. Cooper or Geronimo Allison? Uh, wow, that's a lot closer. Uh, Allison coming off the injury. Wow, that is really tight. Um, 
I might go Cooper, but it, it's, I mean, it's really close. Uh, Allison, again, you know, better quarterback play. Uh, I know he's either the number two or number three, however you see him. I see him as the number two in Green Bay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's not going to get as much opportunity, but he does have a better quarterback, and they don't really have a running game. So, I, I you know what, as I'm talking, I'm going to go Allison. All right. Uh, Ventra, I know you're going to go Cooper. I take you it's, up. It's cl- I mean, it's slight. All right. I take you up another, to the next, to another rung. Cooper or Galladay, Ventra? Cooper. All right. This, wow. is, this is based on targets, volume, ah. that I think that Cooper is going to get. Right, so he's going to be the number one in Dallas. Whereas, you you feel as he can be the same. You 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 yeah, you're firmly entrenched. Yeah, Jim Cooper or Galladay? I think I'd take Galladay. Just more chances at touchdowns. I get what Chris is saying about opportunity. All of a sudden, Detroit's running the ball. Carry on Johnson's doing well on the ground, and we saw Stafford last week not have to throw the ball fifty times. And what happened? His receivers were nowhere to be found. So it's definitely a possibility, but I just can't see that happening each and every week. Yeah, well, yeah. The thing with Galladay is, I feel like you know, there's going to be inconsistencies because you also have Golden Tate, who's like the number one. He's the number one. But, but you're taking the guy who's the king of inconsistency. I, I get that. I understand that. <laughs> and that was throughout. Yes, throughout his career so far, at age 24, now he's on a new team. I know it does seem start. like he's been around forever, doesn't so, it? So, yeah. Sometimes you need a fresh start. You know what I mean to rejumpstart your you. career. I'll, Hey, you know what? Ultimately, I hope it works for the kid because the kid yeah. is a good wide receiver, yeah. but he just never seems to put it all together consistently, you know, in the season. Right. And that's what bothers me. But hey, if he gets it together, I'll be all the more happier. More I want to see. I want to see a, a ton right. of great fantasy players out there all scoring every week. It's just hard for me to give up on a 24 year old guy who was a first round pick, you know, top 10 pick, like a, a guy that's just, you know, has but immense that's, talent. You know, that's the same thing we go through as fantasy football owners. You know, we we do all the research preseason. We pick a guy we really like, and it's hard to dump them when they're not doing well. I get that. Larry Fitzgerald is my, you know, ace in the hall with that that whole thing. It's very hard for me to get rid of Larry Fitzgerald, but, you know, it may have to come. But that's what, you know, happens when we can't consider where he was drafted at this point in the, in the season. I, I give it doesn't you, really matter. I give you guys one last one. Cooper or... Yeah. Or um I just saw the name Allen Robinson. Cooper. Jim Day. Fantasy mm-hmm. Tass. Oh, I can talk again. Okay. Um <laughs> uh, Yeah, I might I, I might go Cooper in there. Allen Robinson's not putting up the numbers we expected. All right, so cool. Second half savior. Jim. Can Lamar Jackson be a second-half savior? No. Um, no. I don't see them going away from Flacco yet, uh, and not until they really blow it out uh, and really are just dead in the water, and I don't see that happening anytime soon. Not yet. Not yet? Not yet. Next year. Jameis Winston a second-half savior? He could be. Hmm. He could be. You know, he has the capability to. Yeah, He's got so. the weapons, mm-hmm. but here's one for you. How about, you know, we don't, we see all these crazy trading going on and stuff like that. How about if all of a sudden DJX goes back to the Eagles? That would be interesting. I don't know if that'd make him a second half savior. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I think that they just give them that deep threat that they've been looking for. Mike Wallace is supposed to be it. It didn't work. You know, they don't really have that deep threat. Now Carson Wentz is looking for somebody to go for it. 
Funny you mentioned the yeah. Eagles because I think the second half savior doesn't play for the Eagles, but the Eagles might be able to make a move to make room for Chris Ivory to be the second half savior. That's who I think has a good chance to be Chris Ivory. Chris Ivory. On the Buffalo Bills. On the Buffalo Bills. You think he's going to be a second-half savior because why? He gets traded to the Eagles is what he's saying. If why he, do you think that? If he, if him or McCoy gets traded to Philadelphia, right, they will be in position to have a strong rest of the season. Chris Ivory is a career backup. But I think if Chris Ivory was to get a shot, yeah. Chris Ivory can be an RB2 if he had a full workload. You think he would get a full workload in Philadelphia? They still have, you know, Clement and Smallwood. What if, what if Shady goes to Philadelphia? That's a different story. Shady, I think, gets closer to a full workload. Okay, but, he then, but, then, but then Ivory gets the full workload in Buffalo. Well, then that's, yeah, that's interesting. There you go. Yeah, but how much is the full work, workload in Buffalo really worth? How much, was the, they, they in, how much was the full workload with the Dolphins really work last year? Kenyon Drake may take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah, but they scored more points than Buffalo scoring right now. Buffalo is running some of the fewest offensive plays in the league. Mm, interesting. Oh, oh. I like Chris Ivory. I think I would put a dollar on Chris Ivory. Go pick him I up. like Chris Ivory, too. I'd love to see him on a good team. Stashing. All right, let's go. When we come back on the other side, telephone lines open 844-843-6879, Fantasy Football Frenzy. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. All right, we're back. What's going on? Fancy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. 844-843-6879. This will be the, I, I have to leave after this segment right here today. So I want to get... Hey, uh, where are you off to, bud? I have to go to Newark, New Jersey, Jim. Because if you must know. <laughs> Just asking, conversational-like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to go to Newark, New Jersey. You're our boy. You know, we want to know what's going on. Everything is good. Nothing, nothing. So make sure you're safe, man. Yeah, I'm, yeah, no, I'm going to be safe. I have to go out to Newark, New Jersey. Uh, then I have to come back into the city. Then um, I got something. I got a fantasy executive. He's a busy man. I'm an executive. What do you think executives <laughs> do? You don't. You think ex- executives sit around the house and smoke pot all afternoon? No. Yep. I'm right. Yep. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and on the phone. All day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got executive type things to do. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. That's what I got to do. So this is what I want with the telephones today. I want to hear from some new people, some newer Goon Squad members. Right? Goons. Oh, Bob in Vermont today. You know what I'm saying? I need some new goons to step up and call in, get on the telephone lines, so we can holler at some new, some new goons. Somebody just asked me in the chat what's going on in Newark. <laughs> can I just, can I, can I, can I do me? Can I do me? Huh? My goodness. I, nope. Goon Squad, I know we family, know. but my God, can I have a little time to myself? I'm getting all these alerts about these suspicious devices down the street from where I'm at. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, sketchy stuff going on. A lot of sketchy stuff going on today, but every, hopefully everybody be safe. I get another one coming in right now about an emergency alert. Get out of the New York City? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. get out of the city ASAP. You see, everything, look, you see? That's an emergency alert. You heard that? Amber alert? Not an amber alert. Those scare me. <laughs> Whenever I hear amber alert, those scare me. I always wake up and, um, you know, because I don't want, I don't, I don't want to ever see nothing ha- yeah. happen to a child. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, so let's get some new Goon Squad members on the horn. This will be the last segment, and then I'm going to bounce, and then, and then Frankie Baby will come upstairs, and we'll do it that way. So um, I, I wanted to keep on going a little bit about the second-half savior. Jim, can Cortland Sutton be a second-half savior? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, no, I, I don't think he's there yet. Plus, he's, he's starting to lose some targets to, to Sean Hamilton. So I'm not. I'm not really thinking. I don't think he's there yet. All right. I can um, dig that. I, I, maybe right. next year, but I don't think he's there yet. Can Martavis Bryant be a second half savior? <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you asking me? Um, Anybody? Everybody for free fall. Jump in. No. I mean, I wish, man. I love. I, I used to love I, the guy. It's possible. I can't would stand I bet him. on it. No. Okay, it's possible, but you would not bet on it. Yeah. No way. It's yeah. possible. He's Look, so he's boom a big play. He's, he's a big play guy. Yeah, right. I right. mean, but, you know, he doesn't have that kind of quarterback thrown to him like he used to. So I don't know if, it, if it's possible that he could be a savior. He might give you a few good weeks, but I don't know if he's saving anybody's team. Yeah. Is Nick is, is Nick Chubb a second-half savior, Ventura? He could be. Yes, definitely could be. You see that one? I think that's a guy. You think that's a guy? Without a doubt, yeah. Right. I think Duke Johnson, too. I agree with you. I think Duke Johnson can have a good run in the second yeah, half. absolutely. I, I hope so. What do you think, Jim? Duke Johnson, Nick Chubb, second-half saviors? I like Chubb, absolutely. I, I, man, getting his chance. I did not see the high trade coming, but now he's going to get his chance. And I like what I'm seeing out of him. I, you know, took him a little while to get going last week, but he did. And he got there what we needed from him. You know, I, I hope they get Duke Johnson more involved. He's such a good playmaker. They need to get him involved. You know, open up that deep offense a little bit more for Mayfield, I think would help them out tremendously. Uh, and I have him all over the place. <laughs> And that, yeah. that, I, of course, you're going to root for him. Uh, can Doug Martin be a second half savior? No. Crickets? No. Jim? Yeah, I'm not looking for much out of Martin. He's, you know, he may get you like 80, 85 yards a game, but I don't think he really does much in that. He's going to be touchdown dependent, and I just don't see them getting a ton. Oh, I see a good one in the chat. What's a good one in the chat? Josh Gordon. I don't think so. Now I, that one, I I, I like Josh so. Gordon. Yeah, I, yeah I, Josh. Now's the time. He he's going to be in my lineups every week from here on out. Yep. Brady's just raving about him. He he, he loves him. picked up the offense. And if you just look at the the target stat counts, way up over the first couple of weeks, this boy's fully involved in that offense now. And you got to love it, especially with Gronk being hurt. I mean, they, Gronk may play this week, but how close to 100% is he going to be even if he plays? Uh, I just don't see it. I think Gordon is going to be that guy, that big playmaker for New England the rest of the way. I think he could absolutely be a, a team savior. Yeah, yeah. Not only Plus, we know he has even, some talent. Even if Gronk plays, I think, you know, not only just a big play guy, I think he's going to get like six, seven targets with, a game. With Gordon. I think people want Gordon to be good. Well, he is good though. Like his talent is good. Okay, but I haven't, it's like the Bigfoot thing. It's like the Tooth Fairy. Well, Jared Cook's talent is like <sighs> Jared Cook's a monster talent-wise. I mean, I've seen I see more talented tight ends. Oh no, out there. you can't wait, wait, you can't compare the two. 
You know, no, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't think he can. I mean, I, I get what you're saying about Cook. He, he's got the body and everything yeah. for it, but that Gordon is an elite talent yeah. wide receiver when he's on the field. He's a freak. <laughs> so it's the two fairy. It's the Josh Gordon's the two fairy. I mean, he's getting things done lately. He's the two fairy. What is he getting done? Four for fifty is not getting it done. Four for a hundred. Four for a hundred. Four for a hundred once in three years. Sometimes the two fairy. Well, he wasn't on the field for the duty yeah. I have for he's the a, He's the two fairy. <laughs> Josh Gordon is the damn two fairy. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll, I don't, we'll, I we'll think... discuss him a lot over the next few weeks, I imagine. And I, I, if Josh Gordon is, I will say that I'm wrong. I'll say that I'm the two fairy. I think he's about and to And I will pop. come to your house and slide a dollar underneath the, your child's pillow. Yeah, I'll tell I you. don't look the, anything like The Rock. I'll, t- <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who's not getting it done. Dalvin Cook now possibly out till week 11. After the bar, this is a this is annoying. The Dalvin Cook thing is a is, is a problem. It's a major problem. Told you they should have just put him on IR as soon as he got hurt. Yep, that's IR it. to return. You're right. You're right. Um, is Trenton Cannon venture a second half savior? No, Jim. No, I don't think so either. Elijah McGuire should be back next week. They already got him in practice now, which is a great sign. A week yeah. before he's actually enabled to be back on the so team. So McGuire is the guy to go pick up. I, I think so, yeah. I mean, I like Trent Cannon, but Maguire, they loved Maguire last year. And yeah. I think they're really going to try and get him highly involved. And he showed he has talent. He could be a, you know electric little player, um, shifty and stuff. Like, he could be a second-half savior. There's a chance he might. All right, cool. I mean, there's a smaller chance than some of these other guys we're talking about. He needs Crowell to go down, though. Well, I mean, I think they could coexist. Because if Powell, I think they can too, but he won't be a savior if they coexist. Is what I'm saying. He can get you, you know, ten, twelve points a game, but without Crowell being out, I don't think he gets you much more than that. I, I see that what you're saying. If he could get you like, yeah, like ten to fifteen points a game, I, I think that's a savior for somebody who's in desperate need of an RB two, and you already have a rock solid RB one. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's pop the seal on the telephone line today. Let me holler, my man, Chris in Chicago. Chris, what up? Chris. Maybe Chris is a two fairy. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Cooper. Chris, what up, son? What are you doing? Oh. Let's Hello. get rid of- Yeah, what up, Chris? Hey, hey. Um, you know who? Trubisky could be your second half suit. No, I, I, yo, son, Trubisky is balling right now. Trubisky's getting it done. I agree with you 100% on that one. Trubisky could be a second half savior. I like the way the cat is throwing the football. Also I think he has carry on Johnson too. Oh, carry on Johnson, another good one can be second half saviors. Um, I, I like that. Good, 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 good call on both those cats. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what's up with you? Hey, uh, I got a question for you guys. Ten All right. team PPR. How many? I'm seven. Ten team, ten team PPR. Right. I'm seven and zero. Oh, and I have a question. Uh, I got Gurley, McCaffrey, Kevin Coleman, and Carry on Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um. I was thinking the guy could trade me Trubisky for Coleman. If you can pull that off, go for it. <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah, going to be able to pull that to, off, though. I, I think you I'm, have a hard time doing that. You might have to add another little piece, but if you could add another little to piece do to do that. He wants I would, to you do can, it because he, he has Sony. He, has he wants Sony. to do it because he got Sony Michelle. Okay. Hey, well, if the guy will do it, I say jump on it in a heartbeat. Who's your other quarterback? I got uh, Philip Rivers. You really don't high. need Trubisky, but... I don't see it. Well, right now, Trubisky's way out playing Wilson. I think that'll turn around, but right now he's playing. You know, I can't fault him for wanting to get Trubisky. And if the cost is only Rivers, Coleman. Jim, Jim, no, Rivers. Rivers. Oh, Rivers. Oh, Rivers. Oh, Rivers. I'm sorry. 
some reason I had Wilson in my head. Um, well, Rivers, yeah, that's. I wouldn't do it. Then, why trade? I st- I, why I, trade I, a running I, back away? Well, because Rivers got his bye coming up, um, yeah. and you need a quarterback. So you stream. Well, for I, I don't really need a running back because I'm trying to pick up uh, Brown to have a handcuff for uh, Gurley because McCaffrey went, already went through bye. So, you know, if someone does go down, I have carry on. And then if Gurley goes down, I'll have Brown. I, I feel what you're saying on that one. I don't think it's time to start making your team playoff proof yet. I don't like to do that until we get closer to Thanksgiving. You know, you're 7 know you're in a good spot. So you mm-hmm. can kind of tighten up your roster now. You feel like you'll probably be in the playoffs. I just only give up. Here's, here's the thing with, 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 with running backs, yeah. right? With running back depth. You can have running back depth on Thursday, and on Monday, it's you gone. can be shot. Right. Always be careful trading away running backs because you're deep at the position. Because depth but at the running Tevin back Coleman. position. You're right, Jim. It is Tevin Coleman. What, what does that mean? Kevin Coleman is not going to win the season for you. I know, but he could be somebody that you that you might need. Yeah, you know? he's never done it before. Why all of a sudden is he going to do it now? I just don't like giving up running backs that are actually playing and and you know that are actually getting touches right now. It's not or, every week he's going to get a Giants defense that gives him a twenty yard hole so he can score a touchdown. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but I don't know. I just don't like giving up running backs in general. You want that depth as much depth as you can get. I don't care if you're seven and zero or whatever you are. You know, giving away a, a running back for a quarterback just so you could put him in on a bye, and you got Rivers, who's been great. I don't know. If he was desperate at quarterback and needed Trubisky, then I'd do it. I don't have a problem with the deal. I don't. I, I, I don't have a problem with the deal. See, here's my thing. Chris, I kind of feel like it's on you. I, I, I second it. You know what I'm saying? If you, liked it, if you like it, I love it. That's how I would do it. So I would carry it that way. I just would be mindful of running back depth. Yep. 844-843-6879. We stay in Chicago and holler at my man, Tony. Tony, what's cracking? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Yo, yo, Tony, what's good with you? Shy town hey. Yeah, man. Like we got a little love out there. What's going on? That's what's up. I see that. Yeah, man. Sorry to hear y'all got a little little, little tragedies going on around there. Son, but, uh, every time the phone right. rings, it's like someplace down the street from me is being evacuated. What's good, though? It's crazy. Yeah, man. Hey, well, called last week about me the other week about my other league, but I, I actually made it, even though the big dog didn't eat, but that's okay. All right. So uh, I actually made it. But one of the things is that uh, in this league here, uh, I'm hurting at running back uh, once again, but I picked up Trey Quan Smith that started my flex, and I have Joe Mixon, Christian McCaffrey, and um, – Oh, I'm sorry. I got Carry on Johnson too. So actually, I won't start him. Uh, Trade one of my flex. I put in Carry on Johnson. No doubt. But uh, I'm thinking about trading Tyler Boyd because I have no one to fill in for Philip Rivers this year. I got Eli Manning, but that's like having nobody. Yeah, you might as well not have nobody. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. So if I was to trade Tyler Boyd to maybe pick up, uh, um, uh, the cat, uh, Alex Smith, what do you think? No. No, no, no. It's on you can find yeah. you can find Alex Smith on the waiver wire. How many teams in the league? No, this is ten. It's two quarterback. Ain't ain't, ain't happening. Oh, it's a two quarterback league. That is different. Hmm. boy. How your wide receivers look, Tone? Right now, uh, I got Antonio Brown, and uh, I got Geronimo Allison, and then I picked up Trey Smith. And that's it. That's not it. Bro, uh, oh, and then type Boyd, of course. 
You can't trade Boyd, son. No. You can't trade Boyd. Who are your quarterbacks? No quarterbacks on the waiver wire? Uh, Better? Josh Rosen. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let, let me ask you a different question. Are there any wide receivers on the waiver wire? Uh, that's, that's why I picked up Traquan Smith. He was the best pick out of the bunch. Uh, you do have, uh, uh, what's that cat? Uh, oh, he, that's, that's, uh, nah, it, it ain't much. It's thin pickings, man. I mean, these guys are like vultures out here. Who, who, are the quarterbacks on, who are the quarterbacks on your roster, Tony? Um, right now, uh, I have Phillip Rivers on the bye. Um, I do have, uh, Jameis Winston, and then I'm starting Eli. You're going to have to keep rolling Eli out there. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't like happy. trading Boyd for like a one-week rental-type quarterback. I don't think that's a good idea, Jim. Yeah, no, I agree with Corey on that one. Yeah, absolutely not. Not if you only need him for the one week. Yeah. Once Rivers comes back, then you're run, running Rivers and Winston, right? That's so, good. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, so you don't hey, really need Tony, anything else. Let me, Tony. Bite the bullet, Peyton start Manning. Eli, hope it's yeah, I mean, a good yeah, Eli. I said Peyton. Eli Manning did good last has week. been good the last three weeks. He hasn't, he didn't, you know. His he, fantasy numbers have been good. His, 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 NFL, have been good. his yeah. NFL numbers suck ass. Yeah, he stinks as a quarterback, but as a fantasy <laughs> quarterback, they're always playing from behind because they suck. So he threw for 326 yards a couple weeks ago. He threw for 281 yards against Philadelphia. He threw for 399 yards this past week. Now was the fact. That's not a bit. Yeah. That's, you can win with that. Right. For one week. Yeah, for one week. You're not, and his receivers sounded really thin. He's got D.C., then a bye, then San Fran and Tampa. It's not that bad. Yeah, D.C. might be tough. Bye. Yeah, after that, it's pretty good. But he has Winston and Rivers, too. He's, why why yeah. make a trade yeah. for one week? Yeah, exactly. Don't make a trade for one yeah, week. Yeah. 844-843-6879. We go from Chicago to California and holler at my man Gabe. Gabe, what up? Yo, what's going on, guys? Gabe, How Gabe, what's good with you, big dog? This is Gabe and Cali, right? Absolutely. Yes, it is. Long time listening. Actually, uh, listening last year since you had Wall Street and Matt Medica and the All In Kid. Shout out to um, Wall Street. Love the new crew. Yeah, shout out to Wall Street and All yeah, In Kid. What's good with you? Yeah, so uh, I have a question. Um, so I, I'm hurting in running back. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm hurting in wide receiver. I have a lot of running back depth. And um, so I'm trying to change that. Right. I'm targeting a guy who has a lot of uh, wide receiver depth, and he's hurting and running back. Yeah, so I'm trying to – so it's going to be mutually beneficial here. Um, I'm trying to trade Mark Ingram for Alshon Jeffrey. Am I, don't I mind giving that. up too much with Ingram? I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. I can dig that. All I right, can cool. dig the Mark Ingram easy. for Alshon Jeffrey. What do you think, Jim? He's getting Ingram? Oh, he's, he's trading Ingram to get Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Yeah. Now, didn't you just have a big tirade, both of you, about five minutes ago about how you don't like to trade running backs? Well, I mean, if he, he's hurting. He said, he, said he's, he said he has depth at running back, but he's weak no, at I, wide receiver. No, I get that, but, but you also said you have depth on Thursday. That's true, by too. By Sunday. Yeah, but if you don't have no wide receiver, then you got to do, do something. something. Well, what's his running backs? That's the question. What are your running backs, Gabe? Jim, stop making okay, this more so difficult than it need to be, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I'll, I'll just try to point out your points to you, Corey. That's go, all. Go ahead, uh, to, um, Gabe. 
Yeah, I, I don't want you to dwell too much on this. It's a one running back league with a flex. You only have to start one so, running back. That's right. So, so who do you depth. have at running depth. back? Uh, Gurley, James White, and then Ingram and Crowell. He's straight. He's I mean, all right, yeah. Gurley and James White go down this week, then that's panic mode. But you got to take the shot, I think. I would, I would make the deal, Ventra. Yeah, I would make the deal. If man, you need I think I'd want a, a I, I, man, I just think I'd want a little bit more from Mark Ingram than than Jeffrey. I know, hey, I know Jeffrey's been playing well, and man, I just think still think I'd want a little bit more. All right. Uh, so yeah, I don't know I don't, if he's gonna get much more. I would listen if you can talk. Listen if you can talk him up to, to the to the owner. If you can talk him up to get one of those other wide receivers on the team, I don't have no problem with that. Go for it, my man. So Gabe, I holla at you. Boom Squad Fantasy Executive getting yeah. ready to rock and roll from this joint. I'll be back here tomorrow. We're getting ready for Thursday Night Football and turn the page to week, week number eight. eight of the season. Fantasy Exec out. My man Frank Tate come back. Still have day. You still got Venture Goon Squad. I'm out. And I'll be all right. Trust me. I'll be fine, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. The Fantasy Executive is out of town, heading off to New Jersey. But, if you're not, Fantasy Secretary is here. Frank Stanfield, along with the mystery man, Chris Ventra, who managed to find a fedora uh, during the break. What's up? Man, What's even even more of a mystery. Uh, it's your boy. I mean, we got to, <laughs> you know, Jim, you know, I had this whole rundown set up. If I, if I was going to do the show for Corey, I was going to, you know, we were going to try and get to the bottom of Chris Venture because, like, I just can't figure this guy out. I, I, you know, I think it's very interesting. Not to say that you're not an interesting individual, Jim, because <laughs> the next time I take over for the executive, we're going to do, you know, get to know Jim Day because I, I'd, like to, I'd like to know more about Jim Day as well. How you doing, bud? Hey, I'm doing great, Frank. Uh, good to have you on the show. Jim, I did want to ask you something. I brought it up during the BFFs. Um, when did waiver wires start to change from instead of going through overnight from Tuesday into Wednesday, they're starting to go through from Wednesday into Thursday? Is that a thing that like the further along we go, just the more lazy we get, and you know we just can't put waivers in on Tuesday nights anymore? Because when I first started playing fantasy football, it was Tuesday night into Wednesday night. Why has that changed? Actually, it really depends on where you play. Uh, you know what site you play on, stuff like that. You know. What we saw was the early sites usually had it on Tuesday uh, because that's what they thought was the best way to go about it. And then once we saw more people get into the industry and more sites to play on, then people decided that they'd rather have it on Wednesday night. Gives them another day to do a little bit more work, uh, you know, get get some more info before deciding who they want to pick up for that coming week. And, you know, right now I think it's the best of both worlds because if you play in leagues that have both you know, if one league has a Tuesday night, one week has a Wednesday night, you you should be using that to your advantage. See what people are using, especially with fab bidding. Uh, see what people are spending on guys on the Tuesday night leagues. Gives you a little basis of fact for what you put in your waivers for Wednesday night leagues. Yeah, that's a great point, Jim. Uh, Ventura, where do you stand on this? Do you like it Tuesday into Wednesday night or Wednesday into Thursday? Or does it matter to you? I, I like later. 
yeah. later. Later. I need week. a little more time. Need a little more time to do some to research. Marinate. Yeah, to do research. Because you know how long it takes me to do waivers. I mean, like I'm slow. <laughs> So it takes me like hours. Yeah, that's he fair. likes to marinate. Yeah, he's I just like to marinate. You know, he's looking through every league trying to find Ronald Jones, see if Amari yeah. Cooper is still available somewhere. <laughs> I heard you guys talking Digging downstairs. Dude, there were some people in the chat that were saying that you would take Amari Cooper over Adam Thielen right now. No, that's, that's <laughs> sure. I was the highest guy in Adam Thielen coming into the season. That's true. I you had were. him before Diggs. That's true. Yeah. Shout out to Ventra uh, with that one. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's go to Eric in Florida. Eric, what's going on? What's going on, guys? How you guys doing? Doing well. What's your question? Well, I'm hurting that running back. I got Moser and Drake starting, and all I have in the way wherever is Barner, Ivory, and Jalen Richard. What's one best option to pick up? Well, uh, I'll throw it to Jim here, but I have a feeling I know what he's going to say. Um, it also matters what type of format your league is. Is this a PPR league? No, it's standard. 12-team. Oh, so it's standard. So that changes things, Jim. I had a feeling you would have went with Jalen Richard here. Uh, but he has Raheem Mostert and Kenyon Drake in the lineup right now. Do you trust Jalen Richard's floor in a standard league? It's really just going to be how many receiving yards does he get? Yeah. I'd probably stick with Mostert and Drake. Where do you go, Jim? I think I might look at Ivory. It really depends on whether McCoy is going to play or not. But if McCoy is absolutely out, I'd go Ivory there. I'd play him over Mostert because, again, Mostert does most of his, his work in the passing game as well. So, I mean, he'll get groundwork too, but I just think Chris Ivory has a better chance to score. Ventra, the question here is Chris Ivory plays on Monday night, as does Kenyon Barner. Yeah. Uh, kind of similar situations like Sony Michelle. We kind of assume he's going to be out. Yeah. LaShawn McCoy, the same thing, but we don't know. We might not know until like Friday or Saturday, and at worst case, we might not know until Monday, so that's why it's kind of risky picking up Ivory or Barner. Right. Um, who would you go with out of this group? It's oh, wait, wait, wait. Can I, wait. Can I just say one thing? It, yep. It's only risky if he's going to drop one of the other two he's got in the lineup mm-hmm. now. That makes sense. Yeah, if you have someone on your bench, you could drop uh, someone else, pick up Chris Ivory, and then if... if, But either way, you know, Jim, because like you have to decide on Sunday morning if you want to use Mostert or Drake. Can you afford to take that risk? Get, but, he, but at least then he's got the idea till Sunday to make that choice. Who's it between? Give me the guys. Right now he has Mostert and Drake in his lineup. Right. Is. Kenyon Barner, Chris Ivory, and Jalen Rashard on waivers, and it's but standard. it's a standard league. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think Rashard is kind of eliminated from this. I, I think, uh, well, Drake, I think, has to be in, um, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Mostert. <laughs> I would, I mean, if, if McCoy's playing, I would go Mostert. I, I'm with Jim on this. I think I've, Ivory, you plug him Look, in. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying start Ivory right away. I'm saying mm-hmm. grab Ivory mm-hmm. yeah, either yeah, yeah. way. Yes. Um, either way, if you have somebody else you can drop, grab Ivory. Gives you just a different, you know, somebody else you can count on if you need to right. uh, in there. Because it, I, I'm not saying drop Drake or uh, Mostert, because ultimately if you grab Ivory and McCoy plays, you're just starting the two guys you were going to start anyway. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If he has someone to drop, he can get Ivory. The thing is, I think Mostert's going to get you know, put up numbers against Arizona, who's great been matchup. awful. Great, great matchup. Mostert should do very well in this game. Especially if there's way. no Brita. Yeah. Right? So if there's no Brita, you have to assume Mostert's going to get probably, 15 what? to 20 touches. No, yeah, not but that we don't much. Know not, he, he, might, no he might get either. 10 to 12 touches. You think Morris but gets the thing is, The thing is, Jim, we'll know beforehand. We'll, we'll likely know whether Brita's out before we know if McCoy's out. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, but that doesn't matter if he has to make waivers tonight. It's true. Uh-huh. I, I thought he was just asking who who he should start, but I do agree. If he has someone on his bench, 
stash Chris Ivory, and then you kind of have that option. Maybe, yeah, it gives you some kind of flexibility. Yeah, like maybe Saturday or Sunday morning, they just come out and say, like, LaShawn McCoy is not going to play on Monday night. Then you know you have Ivory as, like, a high-end flex. Yeah, on. yeah. It's good. I'm not saying drop any of those guys like most start, but I honestly still, even if Breida plays most start, as we saw when Breida mm. played two weeks ago, most start still got touches because Morris is out of the equation. Alfred Morris. No, he, look, he was out of the equation in that game, but if Breida plays and Alfred Morris is still there, then we're looking at a three-headed timeshare. Kind of reminds you a little bit of the Seattle Seahawks. And it's not even a good team. Like, it's the San Francisco 49ers. So right, but that would just they're be playing a, mess. a bad team. I, I, I would personally expect Breida to miss this game, but we also thought he was going to miss that Monday night game against the Packers, and he played in that one too. So uh, that's what we would do. Uh, pick up Chris Ivory right now if you can, and then kind of play it by ear. Uh, Kenyon Drake is kind of the one guy that we're leaving in the lineup. Yeah. But uh, see what happens with LaShawn McCoy and Matt Breida there. Let's go to Derek in Cali. Derek, what's going on? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Doing well. What's your question? Okay, uh, since you just talked about Chris Ivory, real quick, because uh, I have a, a receiver question, but would you, uh, would Chris Ivory or Jalen Richard? What format? For like, rest of the season, uh, PPR? 14 team PPR. 14 team PPR. Uh, Chris Venture, I'll go to you first. Jalen Richard or Chris Ivory? Well, I'd go Richard if McCoy's playing. Well, this is just rest of season, not for this week. Oh, rest He's of asking season? who's a better ad. Richard, I think. I, I tend to agree. Jim? Yeah, not even close for me. I agree with the guys. You got to get that pass catching back, and that's yeah. what he's going to do. Yep. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he's also saw uh, seen six or more targets in four uh, out of six games this year. So he's been incredibly and now with Cooper providing gone. that safe floor with uh, for PPR purposes. Derek, what's your other question? Okay, then uh, my starting receivers right now are A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd and Emmanuel Sanders, but I got Geronimo Allison on the bench. Would you put him in, switch him in for anybody, or just leave it stand pat? Uh, definitely leaving AJ Green in there. The Bengals are going up against the Bucks, so you're going to leave T- Tyler Boyd in there yeah. as well, and probably Sanders uh, too. Emmanuel Sanders going up against the Chiefs. Yeah, so I, I I'm leaving all those guys in there. I definitely want to own Geronimo Allison. I'm excited about him yeah. coming back, but I can't start him over any of those players. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Do you agree, Jim? Yeah, I'll absolutely agree. Yeah, that's an that's an easy one. All righty, hopefully. Uh, so you're saying not not you're saying not yet, but does that mean like as long as everybody stays healthy, you would always roll that squad out? Well, like you're that? playing the matchups regardless. I mean, that's you know that's just going to be a weekly thing, but especially this week with the Bengals going up against the Bucks, that's a fantastic matchup for both AJ Green and Boyd, and then uh, Emmanuel Sanders going up against the Chiefs, a game they're likely trailing. Right. Uh, it's going to be a lot of points scored in that game, too. You're going to play it week to week, but for now, I would say that those are yeah, most Al- weeks going to be your three guys. Allison is coming off like injury and bye weeks and yeah. all this other stuff. I'm really so. interested to see what happens with the Packers here because, yeah. you know, MVS, Marquez Valdez Scantling, is a guy who was performing well before the bye. Right. So now they have something to figure out. And, you know, I bring this up on BFFs. Um, maybe throughout the bye, they realize they want their three wide receivers sets to be Adams. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and Geronimo Allison. Right. Maybe they start to phase Randall Cobb out. Yeah. They were already talking I think about so. cutting him before the season. Yeah, I think Cobb's He's been banged equation. up, what, the past three, four years. Mm-hmm. Jim, how do, you, how do you see that playing out? Or, or Are you holding on to Marquez Valdez-Scantling, too, in case that's a possibility? Well, I'm holding on to it just, yeah, I mean, there's always a possibility Allison has a setback. Um, you no, know, even in practice, doesn't even make the game this week. So, absolutely, you can't be dropping him yet, not even close. Uh, we have to see Allison get back on the field. And even with that, like you 
Frank, I'm with you. I mean, he has played well enough that maybe he's carved out enough of a role here that he could cut into it. We might even see him, you know, getting more work than Cobb at some point. Yeah, I think Cobb's out of the equation at this point. I don't think he's out yet. Uh, maybe uh, I, I, I'm saying I'm looking down the line. I see Cobb being the odd man out here because Valdez Scanning is obviously doing well with, with the targets he's been given. Uh, Geronimo, we know what he could do. He's very talented. Uh, and Adams is the number one. I think Cobb just hasn't shown anything to give you confidence in him. So, Venture, if you're ranking the three, would it be Allison, Valdez-Scantling, and then Randall Cobb? Yes. yes. Jim, is that the same order for you? I'd have Allison, and then right now, Scantling and Cobb on the same until we see what happens this week. Okay. Yeah, like a 2A, 2B. 844-843-6879. Let's go to Skull Monkey in Chicago. Skull Monkey. Skull Monkey, the big SM. What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? What Not much. What's your question? Hey, what's going on? I got a little uh, running back issue. All right, hit me. Okay, who who gets to start? Uh, Chris Carson, uh, Latavius Murray, or Chubby Checker? Chubb. Chubb. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wait a second. That. Never heard of that guy before. <laughs> All right, so we got we got Chris Carson against the Detroit Lions, a run defense that had been very bad, but, but now, now with the snacks. addition of Damon Harrison, mm-hmm. uh, certainly looks like they're going to be oh, better in that regard. Let's not even talk snacks. about snacks. <laughs> oh, uh oh. You got you, you have something you got to get off your chest, Jim? Goddamn Giants. For fifth-round <laughs> freaking pick, are you kidding me? One of the best interior defenders in the league, and you give him up for a fifth-round pick? Ah, I just want to blow up the yeah, Giants headquarters. Yeah. Let's not think about the Giants right we now. Will, I'm going to get back to that right after this. Let's answer his question first. Yeah. We, have, uh, we have Latavius Murray going up against the Saints. The Saints have been phenomenal against the run this year, Jim. Uh, and but Murray's you know, been running really. We well. know that Lat Murray is going to get the bulk of the carries here, the bulk of the work, because Dalvin Cook seems like he's ruled out through Week 11 through their bye. Um, so that's kind of a catch 22 because he's going to get a lot of work, but it's in a bad matchup against the Saints. And then, uh, and then we get Chubb at the Steelers in a bad matchup against Pittsburgh. So none of these matchups are any good. So it, it's pretty great. much you. You got to take what you're you're getting here. You know, Chubb at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh defense always plays tougher at home, and they're already number two on, on the season against opposing running backs. Uh, don't love it this week, uh, but again, you know, going against New Orleans is tough. But at least Minnesota's at home. Right. So I, I think I'd roll out Murray here, but it man, it, it's gonna be tight. All three of these guys. It's gonna come down to which one of these guys roll scores a touchdown. I think you gotta roll out Carson. I think he's number one out of these three this week. I think Carson is man, Carson uh, I know Dude, better. How, how can you trust Pete Carroll though, right? Like, yeah, come, right. like coming out of the bye, it could be the Rashad Penny guy. show. It could be the yeah. Rashad Penny show coming out of the bye. Like, you just don't know. But you Carson want to trust Chris mo- Carson? He's been consistent. He's been the most he reliable. Definitely has. Right? He's been reliable. Mm-hmm. But Pete Carroll on a week to week basis, one week, you know, Rashad Penny's nearly inactive. Yeah. Then we get Mike Davis. Davis comes in. Then we get yeah. Rashad Penny. Then Chris Carson's hurt and misses a game. But the, I don't know, man. I can't the, roll then, with then this three headed running back. Yeah, we. Then not only that, we get a couple of games where, you know, it's all run, running, all running, all running in Seattle, and then we come to a game where none of them do anything. Well, that, that, that's what I was going to say. I think that Seattle is, has the propensity to run the most out of all these teams. They're going to they're, they're gonna pound the run, and that's what they try to do, Seattle. Most of the time, they've been trying to run the ball a ton, and they've been doing well for the most part. Maybe Carson doesn't they, get all the touches. They but. have been better run blocking. Yeah. They absolutely have. Since DJ Fluker has returned, they've been better running the football. There's no doubt about that. I... I lean with Jim here. I'm going to go with Latavius Murray, but it's close because, you know, oh, you only Nick, one? Nick Chubb could easily, you know, score a touchdown or two if they get down yeah, in the red one, zone, but yeah. it's a tough matchup against the Steelers too. So I'm going to lean with Jim here. I think the fact that they're at home, the fact that Latavius Murray, you know, he's going to be a safe bet for 15 to 20 touches. 
assuming the Vikings are not you know getting blown out at halftime. But I don't I don't see that being the case. I think there's going to be a very fun game between the Saints and the Vikings. Jim, I want to come back to this uh, to this Damon Harrison talk real quick because uh, I was talking to Greg Sussman about it as well, and he's a Giants fan, and he brought up. You know, Damon Harrison is a he's a specialist type player. Mind you, he's like one of the best specialists at doing that. But he only plays about 54% of the snaps. Like he plays on early downs. He's a great run stuffer, but could they really have got more than a fifth round pick for him? What what good is a fifth round pick? A fifth round pick is a dart throw. Yeah. It's like a a twelfth round pick for us in fantasy football. It, it's I, I you know, I I wish I had time this morning because I really it would really got in my head. Because I was gonna we go got back about and five minutes see. left if you want to just do the Jim Day monologue. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I meant I was gonna go back and do some research and see how many fifth round picks the Giants have ever taken that have stayed with the team for any length of time. Mod Bradshaw. I, I, Okay, one. I think it was like a fifth round pick. <laughs> um, I'd like to see a little bit more information than just one. You know, the, the odds of picking a player in the fifth round that sticks with the team have got to be phenomenally low. It, it's This was basically a giveaway. Total steal. Yeah, I don't like it either. They should have got at least uh, like a, a fourth or a third. I would go for a third. I like it from an NFL perspective. I think it's a great move for the Detroit Lions. It sucks for fantasy because yeah, yeah, it's a good, we, great move for Detroit. Yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> we, it sucks for fantasy because we actually like to pick on the Detroit Lions, use running backs yeah. against them. We just saw Kenyon Drake break a long touchdown against them one week ago, and you know they've given up a lot of big plays. But now, if you get Damon Harrison to plug up the middle there for the Lions defense, I mean, it's not going to be as great of a a great matchup for opposing running backs now moving forward. We saw last year, ever since they lost Haloti Nada, they've been yeah. terrible against the run. Yeah. So now they get that run stuffer again in Damon Harrison. So kind of sucks from a fantasy perspective because we can't pick on the Lions the way that we used to before. Well, let's see how it pans out. Yeah. We, we, let's see sure. how it pans we out. We got to see. Uh, I mean, we don't even know if he's going to play the full complement of snaps this week anyway. It's the first right. week there in Detroit. Um, I wanted, There were a few matchups I wanted to bring up. There's six games uh, with game totals of 50 or higher this week. One that specifically stands out to me. Just from a total and a spread perspective, uh, and I'll, I'll start with you, Jim. Packers and Rams, yeah. 56 and a half points game total. We spoke a little bit about the Packers, uh, wide receivers. Look, Aaron Jones, truthers are going to continue to think that he's a thing, but especially in a game where they're, um, you know, they're, they're expected to be trailing points for a lot of it. I, I mean, we're avoiding the Packers running backs here. Do you think it's kind of crazy that the Packers are nine and a half dogs, even with the game being in L.A.? It just seems like a lot. I absolutely do. I mean, how do you give Aaron Rodgers nine and a half points? I, man, uh, man, they must know something more than we do. I, I'm sorry, I just don't see it. Uh, you know, Rams are playing great. They're seven and zero, oh, but I just can't see them being, you know, almost ten point favorites over Green Bay, even at home. I just don't see it. Yeah, Inventor, we don't even have any data in terms of like betting trends in the past of games where Aaron Rodgers has ever been this big of an underdog. Like, it's it's never even been, been it's a never thing. Happened. Do you think the Packers can hang around with the Rams, or is this more of like a, they just get the blows, door, uh, the doors blown off them, and maybe we get like a, a no, backdoor cover? I think I think, I think think you're going to see the Packers hang around. They might yeah, so. be down by like 14 at some point with the, throughout the game, but Rodgers is always coming back. He's always a guy you can rely on to, to keep the game close. So I think it, it'll be a lot closer than this. I would go with the Packers in the spread, plus nine and a half. I want to thank the fantasy executive for allowing myself, Frank Sample, to sit in for him in this final segment. For Chris Venture, Jim Day, Fantasy Football Frenzy, we'll see you guys tomorrow. We out. We hope.